The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. About 900 people living in properties run by the Richmond Redevelopment and Housing Authority could face eviction if they don't pay rent by the end of the month. Meg Schifres has more details. At a meeting this week, RRHA officials announced that a freeze on lease enforcement in Richmond will end in January. About a fourth of residents living in these public housing projects could be affected. RRHA's Interim Chief Operating Officer, Kenyatta Green, said families actively pursuing rental relief through the state will not face the threat of eviction for now. But those who owe more than $50 and don't pursue or qualify for financial assistance will face unlawful detainers starting in February. Residents whose finances have been negatively affected by the pandemic could qualify for aid through the Virginia Rent Relief Program. Meg Schifres, VPM News. Governor Ralph Northam presented a $158 billion budget proposal yesterday as his term draws to a close. His successor, Republican Glenn Youngkin, says there are points of agreement, but he wants to see larger tax cuts. Ben Pavier reports. Northam's two-year spending plan sets aside half a billion dollars for school construction. Teachers and state employees would get a 10% pay increase. It also includes some tax cuts that Northam says target the people who need it the most. Workers who have struggled in this pandemic, workers who need it, not just who want it. Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin says he backs many of the plans, including new investments in behavioral health systems. But he says the state is flush with cash and the tax cuts should go farther and recognize that the money that we call a surplus is a surplus because we've been overtaxing Virginians and we need to give more of it back. Youngkin and the divided General Assembly will reshape Northam's budget proposal in the coming months. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Youngkin and Northam say they've had several productive meetings and expect a smooth transition. Youngkin hasn't named any positions on his cabinet over a month after his election. At a stop at the state capitol yesterday, Youngkin says he's drawing from his experience in the private sector as he forms the team. And I'm interviewing lots of people personally because I do believe that this is the most important management team that I've ever built. On the campaign trail, Youngkin said he would name a secretary of education by the end of November, but that post remains unfilled. The last public hearing on the newly drawn redistricting maps is happening this afternoon. The Supreme Court of Virginia is looking for feedback on the proposed maps for new voting districts for the House of Delegates, State Senate, and U.S. Representatives. The hearing will be held virtually from 1 to 4 p.m. To RSVP or to provide written feedback on the maps, email redistricting at vacourts.gov. Two groups that bid on Charlottesville's Robert E. Lee Monument are protesting the proposal accepted by the city. According to the Daily Progress, the Trevelyan Station Battlefield Foundation and the Ratcliffe Foundation sent a letter to the city this week. The foundations called the plans illegal. The proposal from the Jefferson School American Heritage Center includes melting down the statue and commissioning a new piece of community art. The deadline for the city of Charlottesville to respond is right around Christmas. Norfolk Delegate Jay Jones is stepping down from his General Assembly seat. 
Ryan Murphy from partner station WHRO explains why. Jones wrote in an open letter published Thursday that he's expecting his first child, saying, quote, I want to put my family first and be the best dad and the most supportive and present husband that I can possibly be. Jones has held the 89th District House of Delegates seat since 2017. The Democrat had just won a third term in November, keeping his seat as Republicans won big elsewhere and retook a majority in the House. A special election will be held to fill Jones's now empty seat. But the 32-year-old lawyer hinted this doesn't mean a total disappearance from public life. Jones wrote that his work isn't done, and that may include a run for attorney general in 2025. Jones made an unsuccessful bid to be the Democratic nominee for that office earlier this year. That was Ryan Murphy reporting. Prince George County is under a boil water notice until sometime later today. The Progress Index reports service was disrupted throughout the county, including several public schools, earlier this week because of maintenance. County officials say repairs are finished, but the system still needs to be flushed and disinfected. Anyone with questions is asked to call the Prince George Engineering and Utilities Department at 804-722-8706. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. This newscast was recorded on Thursday, December 16th, 2021 at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.